Are you guys Is ready? it just, it's Scott Stutter. Sutter. Sutter. Stutter. 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 I'm going to stutter. Scott Stutter. She can't take much more, Captain. You ready? I'm ready. Welcome to Bay Floor Discussions. Episode number 16? 18. 18. Holy smokes. We got Ed, we got John, we got Brian, we got Eric, and we got a special guest, Chief Scott, not Stutter, Sutter. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us. It's an interesting ride up here. I'm sure it was. (laughs) It was an interesting ride from from the house, yeah. So typically we have everyone introduce themselves and uh, give us just a quick rundown of who you are, where you're from, what... Why What's you your here? deal? Why are you here? <laughs> what do you want from us? Uh, Scott Sauer from Bristol. I've been chief there since May of last year. Uh, I've been doing firefighting for 25 years overall. Um, Older than you, Ed. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, I know John and, and uh, Carmen here from the fair. Sorry. Quite a while, so. And one of the 34 viewers usually of this. Right. <laughs> Listeners. That's perfect. Yep. That's roughly 33 more people than we thought would ever listen to us. Yeah. So exactly. Appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> That's awesome. Nice. Cool. So uh, what, what have we got new? Anything happened recently other than our snowstorms? Well, yeah, snowstorms. Yeah. Snow, ice. All Typical the fun, stuff happy stuff. Yep. Yep. Anything new for trainings? Anything like that? Uh, right now, we're <clears throat> trying to get through the main EMS protocol updates for all of you EMTs. Yes. Exciting new stuff. No. Yeah. Well, it's exciting good. for it's, you. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's big for us. Yep. I mean, honestly, it's, it's a bunch of. Well, albuterol should have been something that we've done Duoneb. for a while. <clears throat> you don't give albuterol. Sorry. Yeah. Duoneb. And we just we just did the update, the practical part of it, and the biggest complaint we had over the whole thing is we're we're a basic licensed service and we don't transport. Yeah. And no, I was an advanced EMT for a while. I dropped back down to basics. I didn't do enough calls and keep my skills up and stuff. So I found that the whole protocol thing was a huge waste of time for a lot of us sitting there for four and a half hours watching this. Only like twenty percent of it pertains to us. Yeah. The rest yeah. is nothing. Um, the guy that did the practical part of it was really good. That was only pertained to what we had to do, and that was it. Yeah. That was good. But yep. I've complained the little comment section end of it. I read the past yep. couple of updates I've written. You need to do a basic part of it, and then you need to do the advanced part of it separately. Yeah. It would be better for everyone. Yeah. I think they'll probably get a lot of comments about this last protocol rollout. Um, my, yeah. My biggest complaint was that it was a lot in a short period of time. I mean, not only are we dealing with a pandemic staffing shortage due to the mandates, whether it's right or not wrong, then they throw on this, oh yeah, you have a month to get this out. They rolled it, they should have rolled it out, in my opinion, in July and gave us six months well, to properly educate everyone. I feel like everyone. they kind of did it backwards. I think they should have approved the trainings before they changed the, the protocol. Right. Yeah, that seems kind of silly to me. We've been I mean, they were they were even delays in getting approved for the course. Right. 
So, interesting. How many how many people do you uh, how many people run EMS in Bristol? Uh, I have fourteen licensed people. Really, that's awesome. Of, of that, we'd, I'd probably say about half are steady. Yeah. Stuff. So cool. depends, depends on it depends on the day like everyone else. I mean, there's yeah. calls where it's been yeah. I've gone up by myself. Yeah. Was, and there's me and uh, Nellie. She's God bless her. She's pushing. She's up there. Yeah. She shows up ninety percent of the calls though. That's awesome. So awesome. Who does your transports? Uh, we have a. Um, there's a CLC ambulance does it, Central Lincoln County Ambulance in Danascada. Okay. Yep. And they have six towns that signed on years ago this contract thing, and they transport for us. Nice. And they're really good. And usually they're longest getting to us by 10 to 15 minutes. So it's not it's not too bad. No, it's not terrible. And we're down to light. We have a lighthouse. Public point lighthouse. Yeah. We're down there, up the other side, or so. It's not. It's nice. more Do you really have good. an ambulance? We have a rescue. It's, it's actually, it's, oh it's, boy! <laughs> no, we have a we have a it's a actually quite large ambulance. It's a international chassis with a PL box on it. it we so it runs. Could, we could transport if we had to. Has a cot in it. Yeah. Um, we what we do is we show up on scene first responders. We do a thing. We use before the pandemic. We used to have them all loaded up. Push them in the back of their truck. Switch cots. Say here you go. Here's the paperwork. See you later. Nice. So yeah. One of the, we're like. I think the only first responder in Lincoln County that has a cot we trans switch out with them. Yeah, yeah, so. that's awesome. How many total people on your department then? Thirty right now. Yeah, say. Of that and about half of that. Yep. Yeah. If we're lucky. Yeah. yeah. Those say, are still good numbers. Yeah, say <laughs> you depends, know? Depends, depends on a day. Depends yeah. on everything. So it's, you never know. Yeah. This, this core, I'd say, some people that are very, very active. Getting burnt out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But. Six of the eight plow snow, so hopefully nothing happens during the snowstorm, yeah. right? Yeah. Are but you yeah. volunteer combination? What? Uh, I'm the only full time okay. person on it, and there else is volunteer paid on call. Yeah. yeah. How long have you been full time there? Since May last year. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and the position's only been uh, there for three three years. Yeah. So before that was a, the vol well paid as you need to chief. Yeah. But yeah. It's just, it's as everyone knows, the paperwork. I don't know how anyone does it without having a full-time chief right now. Uh, that's it that was horrible. my biggest. Yep. That was my biggest thing. Yep. Like it's not. I like I told them. I go. It doesn't matter if it if it says Boston on the side of the truck or if it says Booth Bay or any other yep. town. We we all have the same requirements and yep. the same standards to meet. So yep. it's it's bonkers how, then, how then much all work town there stuff, is. And then yep. if you do the calls on top of that. Throws your, everything else off, getting delayed, and so you're yeah. rushing around trying to get stuff done. Yeah, yeah. it's it's amazing. I never, I knew there's a lot, but not as much. I yeah. should say. Yeah. And right. People call in. Well, I need this and this, and that takes an hour of your day to look up this little thing they need. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Good, That's what good it is. Deal. So. Yeah. There's still there's still a lot of these smaller towns uh, that are they're trying to make that. I don't want to say like sales pitch, but you. You need it's to a get jump. The, the town to understand how much work is really involved, mm. because they, they'll even complain. You know, okay, how many hours they've got written down? You know, if you actually did the numbers, it'd be cheaper to have them, quote unquote, full time or salary or whatever. Mm. Yeah, salary to, works out great for the for, for the town. municipalities. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, they make them wonderful. Yeah, they do. So <laughs> I, I started out at base pay and. We went back and forth from pay rate and everything, and ended up uh, from May till like six month period, my like six month review. I did 
1,450 hours in that six-month period, yeah. including calls, um, yeah. after-hour calls. Yeah. So I was like, I can't keep this up. I was like, I'm not getting paid enough for it. And so it worked out that I could get paid for the after-hour calls and I've evened out some of the workload now. So I mean, yeah. the first six months is always going to be busy. You're always trying to do more and everything. So yeah. it was finally evening out a little bit. And we were, had a busy summer too, so that right. adds a lot. Yep. No, they, they make out good. I mean, a full-time job is 2,040 hours a year. Yeah. You're doing 14, 1,500 <laughs> in six months. Yeah. It doesn't, you don't have to be real good at math to figure that one out. So. Yeah, and like uh, this past weekend, the big storm we had, we have a – so I, when I came on about eight years ago, I joined Bristol. I came from Booth Bay Harbor. I was assistant chief in Booth Bay Harbor before that for a yeah. while. And I was like, you're talking about trucks, and we have more and more equipment nowadays. And like, you guys need a pickup truck, put stuff in the back, and uh, – Go doing just manpower to mutual aid call, take that. So we bought a one-ton Dodge. Yeah. And we put a foiler on it, a couple uh, floating pump, a regular pump, some forcey stuff, and we use that a lot. Put a nine-half foot V plow on it. Nice. For sometimes roads aren't plowed, mm -hmm. driveways aren't plowed again too. And the guys, my guys, were using the personal trucks, staving them up. I'm like, we should yeah. be doing this. Yep. So then we got the full-time chief position. Uh, the guy before me was using his personal truck and doing mileage. I'm like, well, that's not really right, and this liability and insurance and stuff. So we. Uh, bought a three-quarter ton Dodge four-door short bed. Yep. It has a rain box beside me. I put a plow on that, and last week, and I spent like 16 hours just plowing my three stations. Yeah. That's all I did. I yep. the public works guy because he had plenty of other stuff to do, so yeah. now I can take those days off some other time. Right. Well, Monday I took it off because I had the kid home. I had a daycare was shut down, of course. Yeah. That's the worst part. Yeah. yeah, it works out good, though. I mean, it's evening out. Yeah. Do a lot. Good. Awesome. So one of the topics we had... Um, thrown out there was communications what do you have um what's your setup in, in your region over in we have uh central communications and lincoln county communications and Wimscasset. Uh, they page everybody in the county uh police fire and ems we have four transporting services uh, for ambulance there's 19 fire departments and god there's five police departments including the sheriffs so huh. they do all that with Usually two people on at a time. Yeah. Sometimes more, supervisor or whatever. But uh, they they do very well. They're I think a guinea pig for a lot of new programs. They have been recent years. Uh, we use I'm responding, of course, and uh, they use the they just got police the sheriff's department on some sort of different reporting thing. They're just trying out. Yeah. At first one state, I guess. Um, they want to push it to the fire department, but they don't want it. Um, <laughs> But I mean, this fear change. Right. <laughs> and they do great. Um, they have their issues, like everyone does. There's a yeah. bad call. Something's messed up. But um, I think our biggest thing is trying to get them to be consistent on all their calls. And I think the technology and the equipment is upgraded. Yeah. And um, they're coming down to my station. Hopefully, in a couple of weeks, RCM is to. Uh, we have a, the radio systems on the floor and have all these wires going up. He says, well, if you eliminate those wires, you'll gain like 10 or 15 watts. That's wow. by eliminating wires. Like, yeah. go for it. Put it up here. Right. So, unless, of course, that's like it's probably, I don't know, $60,000 thing to do. So, they have to approve it and it takes months to do. And yeah. So, yeah. but right now, they have to do it because our radio's not working right. We're not getting the pages. So, yeah. something does, went wrong. Does every department have their own repeater, their own channel? or? Uh, yeah, they all have our own working channel. It's all... Well, is it like a primary dispatch channel? There's a primary fire channel, Lincoln County Fire pages. Um, all all the parties get paged out on it. There's one, two, I think two of them once they get paged out on it, they go to their own channel Im immediately. Yeah. Uh, and they work on that. The rest of them, 
stay in that until they get set up on scene. They go to their own fire ground or their own uh, town channel they have. Yeah. Depends on what's going on and everything. Yeah. Sounds so. kind of like Oxford County set up. Yeah, so that's what I was just thinking. Like, I... I didn't realize how spoiled I was starting out in Casco and in Cumberland County where your your town channel is your town channel. That's what you get dispatched on. That's what you communicate on. The only time you change channels is if you've got multiple departments and you, wow. you, know, you can go to, to State Fire or whatever. So when I went up to Oxford County, moved to Oxford County, and now all of a sudden I'm here and other towns go off. My first couple of weeks, I, I was like, how do, how do I know when I leave? And he's <laughs> my, like, my, pa- <laughs> my pager's broken because this thing keeps going no, off. I, I said that at one point. I was like, this is ridiculous. I'm getting woken up all the time. He's like, well, shut it off. <laughs> <You know>? like, <laughs> it, it, will, it will vibrate when our town gets called, but other than that, you're going to hear every other call. Some people near someone hear tone goes off. Like, oh, that's this town. How do you know that? Like, Let's do it for 25 years. And yeah. I pretty much know all of, all of them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I didn't even know that was a thing yeah. until I left oh, no. this town. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, then the problem that we have, though, is like the other night, uh, Walter Barrow's call. They held called a couple towns away, sent a tank rover. Well, they didn't have their town channel, uh, Walter yeah. town channel, so they had to switch a water shuttle or something to a different channel because they didn't have it. Yeah. And that's the biggest problem we have now is trying to get everything in the county all exactly the same. Yeah. So... We, we've done we that here that with uh, water rescues yeah big problem with it yeah big problem so we, we've done a couple things um from cumberland county they they gave everybody in all the agencies in the county two banks or two zones of radio frequencies that are standard so every agency will say for for casco zone a is is our local stuff zone b is the county bank two uh one and zone c is county bank three so both of those zones doesn't matter where we go if we go to one of those county zones we'll we'll all have that same channel and we can operate off that so um yeah it works pretty good that was that was a big step that was what two years ago oh that was that was quite a few years ago actually because before that the problem we were running into is Anytime there was an incident on Sebago, Sebago was huge. Yeah. So you ended up calling, what did we figure out one time, like eight? eight yeah, seven towns. agencies. Yeah. So, because <laughs> 90% of the time something happens on Sebago, nobody knows exactly where they are. Oh, yeah. So they're calling every town that's that touches the lake, plus wardens and all this other stuff. And that's what we were figuring out is, why would we have the same channels that Standish has? So now, you know, Standish is operating off of one channel, and we're operating off of one channel, and they said, you know, everybody go to this channel. Well, we don't have that channel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think that was at least so from, we have, from my underling point of view, that was the, the worst time whenever we got a call for a water rescue. It was like, well, <laughs> let the show begin yeah. because we're going to start calling around. Right. And hopefully somebody's got somebody's cell phone number because we're not going to be able to reach them on the radio. So basically what we ended up doing was developing a response plan for Sebago Lake. So all the communities that are on Sebago Lake at one point or another will get activated if there's, if there's a boat accident or water Something, rescue yep. out there. Um, and then we all go to the, one of the county channels and that's how we, that's how we operate it. Makes so, sense. Yep. That way, everybody gets sent and notified at the same time. And it just, because the people who are occasionally, some of the people that will be into these incidents, they're not from around here. So they have no idea. They don't have any good landmarks or anything. Yeah. And 
E91 is great. Yeah, you can get a kind of an idea, but that still doesn't narrow it down. So um, it's kind of like the, yeah, I'll come now and we'll figure it out. It's but, a white boat out in the middle of the water. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. That and 75 other white boats. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I was talking to Eric about this, uh, this past fall there. We have a, our county developed a, I guess we call it a manpower strike team. Yep. Uh, for, for mutual aid, because usually mutual aid, you usually don't need 40 trucks sitting there. Right. You need people. So we have this, and like we take our one ton truck, we fill it with four or five people, gear and whatever we need for the call, and we'll go to half an hour away to the top part of the county. And yeah. We have the radio things. Usually they go to state fire because everybody has state fire. So we usually yeah. use that for, we had the three big uh, brush fires up there this year. Yeah. Fire, so it worked out well. That's awesome. So. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing now. I mean, we can ask for all these alarms and, and <laughs> special calls, but it's not the trucks I need. It's yeah. the hands that I you need. The, you get the, the guy that drives a truck, shows up, and can't do anything else. Right. He's not certified or he's, I mean, God bless him, they're too old to do anything, doesn't want to. Or, yeah. So, yeah, so we developed this, and it work, it's been working out really well. Just Good. trying to get more people to use it and realize it's there yeah. and remember it as a thing. Right. So. But we've also been working a lot more with Oxford County, so that's mm -hmm. something moving forward uh, trying to get the two dispatch centers to to communicate and yeah. figure out how to, to go from there no john, you, no, john? Can, well, okay so see. i don't know if we ever worked out our video thing but john's just shaking it reminds me of episode one where he's just going to start yelling so that no ATV crash. no well, Eric can Eric listen to don't, me. Don't get me involved oh, yeah. in whatever you're about to say. <laughs> Eric Field. Um, P.O. The ATV crash. The ATV crash. I got oh, more yeah. information from him. He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, uh, Otis Field. It actually ended up being like Oxford in Norway. Um, Which one? The most recent one? Yeah. Yes. Oh. They're the, like. The snowmobile accident. Yeah. Yeah. He's well, like, I was listening to Oxford. Well, I was listening to the guys respond when the first initial call went out, they requested certain equipment from you. I knew John was on duty, so I sent him a message like, hey, you're about ready to go to work, and this is what you got, this is what they're asking for. And then when they dumped your tone, that wasn't the information they trans yeah. transferred over. Yeah. They literally said they did not specify an apparatus. And then Eric starts texting me again. He's I'm like, like he yes, absolutely. they did. Yes, they did. This oh. is what they asked They asked for, for this, this, and this. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I don't know how that communication works because it doesn't. on Oxford That's County, the problem. right? You know, you're going to request it on whatever repeater that town uses, and then Oxford County Dispatch has to talk to Cumberland County Dispatch. I don't, I don't know that any of the surrounding Oxford County uh, departments are going to have any sort of direct commute radio communication with Cumberland County even if they did it would be kind of weird like they'd have to go on to Casco's channel to ask for Casco that's what they do you know, over it would be weird <laughs> if, if Chief Wentworth was here that's how they do it in Denmark Freiburg those guys over there because they've had issues they request it from Oxford County and then they'll jump over to the other town's channel which is good on two tokens because I mean it takes time from the commander to ask for that but the guys that are listening to the radio that already heard the call, now they're already rolling. They don't have to wait for the yeah. tone. Because as soon as they hear him chirp up, they're like, oh, we're going to Denmark. Right. So he, he did it actually the other day for a structure fire. He told Oxford, I want this and this from, from Bridgeton. And then he jumped right on Bridgeton's channel and he said, by the way, you're getting a phone call. I'm requesting this and this. Yep. So that it got translated twice. So hopefully he got what he was looking for. Well, it's just, I mean, I think in the 
whatever it is, 12 years that I've been here, we've gone to Oxford a countable number of times, and we've gone more this year than yeah, probably we in have the last in, three in, months. Yeah, we've yeah more than we have in 10 years. Yep. So it, I don't think it has been a discussion until this point. Right. Because, uh, like I said, right now, you know, Oxford County is going to sit there and literally have to pick up the phone to call someone at Cumberland County and say, hey, this is what we need from you. Because yeah. it's just and, not. And w where does it get lost? Does it get lost from the incident commander to the dispatcher or to the dispatcher to the other dispatch right. center? You know, it, I think it's like the tele I think it's like the old telephone game. Oh, exactly. Just every single literally, step yeah, takes yeah. a little bit left, you know, a yeah. little bit out of the mix. And everything's a little bit different too. I mean, in Casco, you can get on the radio and say, "Hey, I need water." And Cumberland County is really good about figuring out where you're going to get your water from. Yeah. Oxford County, I'm not calling them out on anything, but you say you need water, they're going to ask you, "Well, where do you want it from? Right. Which truck is going to bring that? What town? Who? You know, they're very specific." Because they're worried about doing it wrong is yep. what they're worried about. They're worried about calling from somebody else. And I think it turns into just old school uh, people had preferences where even though there might be a closer town that has a more suitable apparatus, somebody got mad at somebody one day right. and now they don't talk to these people. You anymore. peed in my Cheerios. <laughs> <laughs> that's very that's the only strong. Yeah. Yeah, really. Yes. Right. Yeah. It's getting better, I think. But Does it work? Secondly... Like when we call for mutual aid, said we'll want, uh, you know, tankers from these towns for water supply, and we tell them what we want and where I'm from, then they'll get they'll get them going, so which is good. If you yeah. tell me we just want water, they don't like. Well, where are you? Are you near this town or this town? I get three towns around me. Which one are you near, and which one do you want? So, right. Well, yeah. I mean, we all we we have run cards, so I don't. Yeah. But even I mean, we have run cards in Oxford County too, and they just they get a little diluted. And yeah. Like I said, it, it's. It's because they're worried about doing the wrong thing. Um, instead of just getting trucks on the road, they want to make sure they get the right trucks on the road. Where you might have a specific card that says, hey, if we get a call in this area, we need this from, from this town, this town, and this town, and we're going to call that you know, first alarm, second alarm, yeah. uh, tanker, task force, tanker, strike force, whatever. And Strike if, teams or task forces. Right. And if you don't use the right term, yeah. they, they just toss it completely out the window. All right. So let's, let's jump on that real quick. <laughs> I used to manage the task force and strike team thing for Cumberland County. Yeah. And there, there are differences. Task force was built out as two engines and a ladder. And then we would just build, build that out through everybody in, in the county. Strike teams are... Similar typed apparatus, groups of three. That's all. Mm -hmm. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hear people asking for tanker task force all the time. I'm like, that's uh, not so, a thing. It's, so it, I've, I've tossed it out. <laughs> I, I know we've gone over that in trainings before. I've had that information before. And then, like I said, it's gotten to the point where I can't even use that term because I need to know exactly what truck I'm getting from where. Right. So I toss that information out the window. And now I go back to, I need this in. You know, engine from here, I need this tanker from here, and whatever. Well, I was listening to one this week earlier, and um, somebody said they wanted, a, they wanted a tanker from X agency. And so X agency was toned. They don't even have a tanker, so they just send an engine. You know, if you're asking for a tanker, you want more than 1,000 gallons. Right. 1,000 gallons helps, but, right, I mean, if, if you're going for, 
if you're going for a tanker, you're thinking 3,000 plus. You know, water. But you water. Yeah, lots of it. So, but I find that I find that interesting too. Is that sometimes it, it's it's okay for the dispatcher to to correct you and or say you know they don't have that. Yeah, question it. And they, should, yeah. and they should. I mean. Yeah. Because I mean, you're yeah. you're busy doing stuff. You might not you might got, click. I mean, right. Yeah. yeah, you got a you got a thousand other things going on. <laughs> if I said something stupid, hey, just go. Yeah, you sure? You, right. Is that really what you want? Right. I mean, like I said, I, I, it's a lot, it is a lot to ask, especially in areas that are so widespread with so many different towns and so many different agreements that if you say, you know, I need water, I need manpower, it can be a little bit stressful to go, well, where am I going to get it from? Hmm. You know, that's a lot to put on dispatchers that are also dealing with six other calls yep. and... You know, depending on the staffing county, shortages, right? Depending on the the region, they could be toning, they could be working that active fire scene on top of an active, you know, uh, law enforcement event on top of an EMS call. You know, and it could yeah. all be on one or two people. I understand that's a lot to ask for them. So, so I know the answer to this already. So when a town in this area gets paged out, does every Tom, Dick, and Harry go and route on the radio and take radio traffic or? <laughs> Yeah, that's cheap. Do they? Well, you know, or they're getting better. It depends on the town. I would say, I would say, we're getting better. Um, And are they doing it to get the communication there to answer them, or just to let people know? uh, I'm not. I I got nothing. Because we have something. I don't know. Some people like to hear themselves talk. Yes, and they do that very well. Um, Sometimes it's nice if. You've only got uh, the per diem crew on, and they're looking for extra trucks. It's nice to know that somebody else is going, yeah. but that's also why we have IAR. And yeah. when you punch it up on your phone, it will say that you're responding. So Do you guys use it? I'm responding a lot up here. Not as much as we should. Um, we, I think we should. We should definitely be using it more. And there's a lot more functions than lot, than it used to be. It. Yeah. yeah. Actually, we've got a board meeting, I think, next week, and we're, we have IAR coming in. I was going to say, they have a, came down to our chief's meeting a, month, a couple months ago. And nice. A lot more stuff, and I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. The problem is to get time to figure it out, to use it, and enter it in and stuff. I right. Think we use it most for messaging. That's yep. the biggest thing. And when you get the call, I hit it for the mapping. Yep. Uh, the problem we have is like cell phone reception. Like yeah. It, it can't. And my house is, works, but to my house, the station is only half a mile away. I have no reception. Oh really? So yeah. I'm going down a hollow and I, not, the phone doesn't Nothing. work there. So, Ugh. but we don't use it for like responding. I don't look at it. I'm driving down the road. I'm not going to take my phone out and look at it and stuff. Right. It's against but, policy, right? Yep. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's against the law. Distracted driving. Yes, sir. <laughs> and policy. Two violations in one. Now, if you have it up on a laptop, <laughs> not a problem. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, it's there as a reference. Right. It's there as a reference. Yeah, right. Cops are typing yeah. their, their laptop, phone in the hand, and radio. Right. <laughs> Going code three. Right. Code three, looking at the call, swiping right on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> Eating a slice of pizza. We, we love our law enforcement partners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that brings up another problem that we've had and complained about. We, we go, we go into an accident. And before our sheriff's department just went over to digital, uh-huh. and so we didn't hear them anymore. Yeah, and they hate it. They get used to it a little better, but they hate it. Um, we used to go into a thing, and we have we scan the frequencies and we hear give law enforcement update. You know, and there's people injured, this, that, that, and and you don't get anything. We don't get anything. Yeah, nothing. I'm like, 
they're not going to do anything for the person. And they're, they're like 20 minutes out. So we several times they're getting a little better with that. Um, I assume because we don't hear them now, so I don't know if they're getting it. Right. Um, yeah, I'm like, what, what do they need it for? Right. I mean, they don't. They even said they don't care. So. Okay, that's yeah. good. Yeah. It's those little, th- little things like that is what the problems that we've had. Um, yeah. But I say they're slowly getting better. And we had a huge turnover in the communication center, and they've done. And of course, training takes six months there. Oh yeah. Then a, the fifth month, fast. fifth month goes. Eh, I don't want to do this. I'm out. Yep. Yeah. So that's been hard. And they've been working tons of hours the past couple of years, and it's all been hard. So. Yeah. That's, that's happening with everyone right now. Yep. Everyone's everyone, working a everywhere. lot. Everywhere. Right. No, not everyone's working a lot. Sorry. There's yep. a few people working a lot. Yes. <laughs> the people you know, that are working are working a lot. They're working their asses burning off. Them up, yep. And yes. that means they're going to yep. leave, and it's going to get worse and worse and worse. Yep. And it's, like you said, it's not just emergency services. It's not just nurses. It's everything. Postal workers. It's Walmart employees, fast food workers, everyone. And (laughs) the people that are left are getting the brunt of it because now they're working harder and they have to deal with the people that are aggravated because things are going slower. And it's it's a... It's your circle spiral right now. Yeah. <laughs> somebody, somebody up there hit a giant flush on the toilet, and we're all just circling. Yeah. So what's uh, what's the game plan from upper management to fix that? Huh? <laughs> there's nothing. Know. If there's no if there's no people, yeah. there's there's no amount of pizza parties you can do. <laughs> you can't even get a warm body level in one thing experience. No. Did I you mean, guys see you that can... meme on Facebook? Oh yeah. Where it says you know low morale. People leaving, and it says it's um, like a break to glass in case of emergency, <laughs> and it has a pizza party. Nice. <laughs> Wish it was that easy. Yeah. Man, we'd have we'd have barbecues and pizza parties every week. I'd have pizza oven in the yeah. station going all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See if I can get that worked into the new station. Right. Brick pizza Didn't oven. Didn't we have a, uh, a popcorn <laughs> popper at one point? We did. Uh, yeah. I don't yeah, know where it went. <laughs> Oh, what happened was, to that? I don't know. That was fantastic. Oh, it's probably at the uh, Casco it. Days yeah. Park. Yeah. Yeah. So we had that. I think, uh, didn't we have a snow cone machine or something like no. that? No. Was that? That's in your dreams. We would, we <laughs> would have a lot of people if we had a slushy machine here. Maybe I need to look into that. Yeah. <laughs> See, these are, these are the so, ideas that we made. I'm writing it down for. right now. Slushies. <laughs> Slushies and popcorn. That's how we're saving the service. Yeah, we know you're struggling. We know you're working a lot of hours. You're being burnt out. You know, you're just one day away from doing something bad. How about a snow cone? (laughs) (laughs) My problem lately, which it's sad, but it's the way fire service goes, is that there's been no big calls. So you can't get camaraderie and get everyone together. Yeah. We've been... Almost a year and three months since the structure fire, that, but that year we had five. So yeah. we everyone's getting along great. Now everyone's like, I don't know if I want to go to the station. I don't want to do this. Yeah, and I mean, we try to get in there. We can't we can't force them, but right. Um, I think we that's started, the biggest problem. Yeah, yeah, with with the Ed's favorite topic, COVID. Yeah, yeah. Um, that that I, hurt I, a lot. I feel like that's such a moot point. It's so, right, but I mean, that was really that was that kicked it into high gear though. Yeah, it was definitely it a catalyst. That yeah. exposed our excuse. Yeah, yeah, that exposed it our weaknesses, excuse. and yeah, that exposed our weaknesses yeah. and basically. In what way? Uh, low morale, staffing issues. How long have we been com- um, discussing low staffing issues? 
we've been saying, hey, it's going to get critical, it's going to get critical, it's going to get critical. And then God came and was like, COVID. <laughs> and then people are like, oh, there's a staffing issue? I was like, yeah, there was a staffing issue two yeah. years ago. Yeah. Now, good luck like getting an ambulance. Ten years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. It literally it took our faults and our weaknesses and basically exposed them. How many yeah. job opportunities have you seen for departments in the so past many. six months? Mm. So many. I've never seen so many in my life. And yeah. there's no even, one there to even put an application in some of them. It's bad because they're even offering sign-on bonuses and stuff yeah. like just to get yeah. people like, in. I applied there. to Bath Fire years ago. And I was one of like 60. I was like number five on the list yep. at the end of it. Yeah. Now they're like, had like two. How's that? Mm. Yeah, we have yeah. five spots, and you're number two out of two. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Though I remember back when I first started in the fire service with my father and my grandfather and everybody over in Harrison, we'd have a structure fire, like a three-story house. That would be the only town there. Just one town. We take care of it ourselves. Now, the other day, Chris had thirteen towns for a mobile home. Yeah. It's just fourteen people. Yeah, just crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's well, not the same as it used to be. Right. And even before COVID started, the fire down off of um, State Park Road, where the uh, ranger station, ranger station oh, caught yeah, on yeah. fire, we were calling in towns and we we're getting trucks and we we're getting one person per truck. Yeah, and like we caused such an issue with just trying to move trucks out of the way because they all, you know, firefighters, they see the flame, they go as close to the flame as right. they can. And so, like, we pulled the brake and run out. Yep. We literally we, we kept calling until we had enough people, but it was one person per Not truck. That, so that we had to stop and move all those trucks. Like we were just talking about with communication. You start calling people from other towns that you don't work with often. They show up, and if you've got 15 trucks on the way, and the one person that's running command is one of three people that's actually on the fire scenes, they're trying to accomplish something, and then you're showing up going, command, where do you want us? And command's running a hose line or yeah. something like that. Mm. that He's got no idea what's going on. Yeah, so <laughs> what are you going to do? You're going to park the truck as close as possible because mm. you, you're not thinking that many steps ahead. You're not, oh, not going to park. That just reminds me of a pet peeve that I have. I can't stand is when guys do that. You're, you're the first engine in. Chief, where do you want me? If he didn't give you an assignment and you're driving that truck, you should already know what the hell your job is. Pull up and put water on it. If you're the second <laughs> truck in, you're water so like, like so oh, my God, does that drive me go. nuts? <laughs> It's, yeah. it's like ingrained in some people. It's like I heard, I heard town go into a CO call, and the guy got on scene. Yep, three, three sides, nothing showing. I said, what's going to show at a CO call? <laughs> like, these guys just hear it, and they're saying it. And it's like, oh, it drives me nuts listening. Well, I mean, well, it gets we like We program that, that into it. Yeah, yeah, I'm, the second, I'm the second engine in. Where do you want me, chief? I don't know. The water hole. Like, <laughs> give me some water. Like, do your job. You, you should know what you're supposed right. to do. You say that, but people don't. I have seen a tanker get trapped in scene because all they think about is that fire. Mm -hmm. So they pull up, the engine's on scene, stretching lines. The tanker, I've literally seen, well, actually at your BLS class, <laughs> that was my water supply yep. lecture yep. of, at this scene, show me what's wrong. They parked the tanker right next to the engine. So here's an engine, here's the tanker, yep. and then that tanker's useless Screwed because everything. every other truck came in that driveway. And they pulled the booster. It's just that's some of the, that's some of the frustration I have. So what's but it's, and then you go back to what he was talking about earlier with the, it's common sense, like the signing on. If you heard a chief and like two other officers sign on to a call that's like a structure fire, shut up. 
You know, I've been to a call before. I, I, I got into it with the chief over in Sebago once because we went. Really? You got into it with Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This one's funny. My, <laughs> wife, my wife actually got after him worse. We had a, a canoe flip over with supposedly patients in the water. My wife and I respond to this call. We're on scene. We're on the shore. The assistant chief at the time is on the radio asking for airboats and dive team and this and that. Meanwhile, this guy that was taking a piss off the side of his canoe had already got to shore. We already had him on the back of my pickup truck wrapped up in my jacket. So when the chief finally stopped ordering all that stuff so we could get on the radio and tell him what we had to cancel it all, and then found out that he wasn't even coming to the call. He was four towns over. He wasn't oh, available. You want to get me going. I was like, oh, oh. oh. The worst is when they request for an out-of-town ambulance. In the middle of the night, actually early hours of the morning, wee hours of the morning, like 1 a.m., and you get on scene, and you're like, well, where's the crew that just responded and requested us? They never even left their bed. You want to get me going? <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> So, kind of going back to what we were talking about, we talked about it a handful of episodes ago. I think of it kind of like the generational issue, because if I don't know what's going on at the scene, I don't know what you have for equipment, I don't know what you have for manpower, and I'm showing up with an engine, I know it's a little different than a tank. A tank, you know, I'm there to drop water and I'm off. Hopefully. Right. But if I'm there with an engine, and I don't know what you need, I'm going to ask. I'm not just going to, like jump off the truck and start going to work because then you come over and go i needed water you know you need to set up at a water supply i don't know you know or i i dumped off what i had for a crew and started looking for a water supply no i needed the truck here i needed whatever so for me if i don't know the area if i don't know what you have if if it started off with poor radio communication if if command got there didn't do a 360, didn't do a size up when he got there. I don't know what I'm arriving to. I'm going to get on the radio and ask you, what do you want? And I 100% understand that, but that's not every single truck that's responding to the call. Right. And you hear it because one guy does it, and then everybody after that does the same thing. And oh, part man, of it you is. To talk on the radio. <laughs> and part of it is what John said it's, it's systematic at this point. I see it a lot with, with EMS, and it took a lot for me to break that groove where. EMS class was, all right, you're going to go down your ABCs, you're going to go your um, OPQRST, your, your initial impression. And like like we, we just started doing this protocol stuff, and we were talking about how long you spend on scene with, with somebody that's having trouble breathing. And that was one of my first calls. And the <clears> medic <throat> that was there was like, are you sure you want to do this anymore? Because that was one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Because I am Monsignor asking this guy questions while the guy's going. <sighs> <laughs> and he's just like, get him in the truck. Like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I guess we can do that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so when, what did you have for your last meal? <laughs> Basically. And it's because... The only thing at the time, the only thing I knew of EMS was what they told me, which is you need to get all this information right. before you come up with a plan of attack. And I think it could, it could come down to experience. If you have an inexperienced firefighter, you go, well, in class they told me to, to make sure that they've got A, B, C, and D. And, man, if I'm doing this, i got to have that, and they've got to have this. And... You know, these four things have to happen. It just seems like do this there's a big lack in common sense. 
like a, like it, I was saying, a if it's a structure fire, not just EMS, <laughs> I'm talking about public safety in general. He said it, not me. Shots fired. I'm, ta- <laughs> I'm talking about public safety in general. Like earlier when I was saying it, you know, if it's a structure fire, two or three people get on the radio to say that, hey, we got the call and we're going, and then everybody else should be quiet. Let, let let the first guy there figure out what's going on and then give the information. Right. I can understand during the daytime, like when you know you're short-staffed, having every single person Letting sign people on. know that you have like, people. Like I grab the radio and go, okay, I know at nighttime I don't need to do this, but because there's only two people going to this call and I know they're going to need a lot of people, I'm going to let them know I'm coming before they call that next town and that next town. Yeah, right, so, yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, I totally understand what you're saying, Ed, but it just seems like when you listen to the calls now, soon as one person does it it's like just repetitive after that everybody's like, where do you want me where do you want me where do you want me and that was a big Lone star 911 <laughs> well and the, uh, and the other thing i mean <laughs> well, you, you go into it i mean you chiefs when you're commanding a call you got some chiefs that don't let go and don't delegate yep. so they're running three different radios they're talking on state fire they're talking on their local oh, they're talking on this my God. you don't have to you brian shows up on my scene your water supply give him a channel send him on his way let him do his job i don't have to listen to that he can jump on the channel i'm on and tell me what he needs so i can get it for him let him do his thing but i've seen chiefs that have the three radios and they got to have the whole command center in the back of their car because they have to every single channel that's on their fire ground talking to them and then they wonder how they get confused and they're overwhelmed right it's like you need to let go of your power you need to delegate Give these guys a job. Give operations operations. Give water supply water supply. Give staging staging. So when these guys are calling in and saying, hey, where do you want me? You're supposed to be on that channel talking to that guy, and that guy deals with it. So you don't have to, so you can take care of the problem. In a perfect and, world if you can fill all those <clears throat> positions. Yes. Yes. But, and I know at the, in the beginning of things, that's very hard to do. Yeah. But I know it also, just drives me absolutely nuts. We were talking nuts. a couple of weeks ago, you know, about how some chiefs will get on somebody else's scene and go, "Wow, they screwed this all up," and start trying to do their own thing. Oh yeah, that, I've seen that's that. another issue that you're going to run into. That happens all the time. Yeah, is that you? Every you're oh, then, and then I've got I've had towns that I've worked with that have come to me when back when I was the personnel chief and say, "Hey, I don't want this guy coming to my town anymore," because right. they do that repetitively, and then they stop calling. They like it, jump well, around to other towns. Goes back to what we just said, a which few, causes issues. You know, a few minutes ago that you can't. Now you've screwed yourself because you can't ask for a general response. You can't say, hey, I want water, because that guy that you just said you don't ever want to see on your scene again is going to be the, guy the one driving up. the truck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, everybody say hi to James Gary. Hi, hi James. James. He's watching. Miss you, James. How many people? Two. two. <laughs> You're one and James yeah, is two. James I'm not watching. <laughs> I don't know who the se- whoever the second one is. Comment. No pressure or anything. It was me for a little bit, but then I shut it off. So it was three then. We, we got to get our numbers up. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, and I think, I think this stuff frustrates me more now that I'm kind of semi-retired. Now that I just do training. Now that I just do training and I don't go to these calls. And oh. I think it drives me nuts even more because I'm sitting at home listening to it on the radio. Like beating my head off the desk. Like, you should be doing this. You should be doing that. Mr. Wentworth is also watching. Oh, Chief Wentworth. Hi. Come on over if you're not busy. So it, it's changed a lot um, Speaking of, when we were all volunteer. Well, hold on. Speaking of Chief Wentworth, he had that fire that was very difficult over in Denmark the other day. And um, I questioned him about it. I was like, why do you have 13 towns going to a mobile home fire? Like, I questioned him about stuff I heard on the radio. I was like, why? Why did you do this? What were you thinking about when you do this? Like, 
trying to critique it a little bit with him to you figure it out. Very out of my frustration. Because you, know, you, you know him and you have that relationship with him, but if you don't know the person well enough and you start asking him, hey, why'd you do that? No. Why'd you do this? Then someone's going to get Oh, yeah, get bent out of shape. <laughs> but the, the best thing was is that I didn't understand the stuff sitting at home getting all wound up, like asking questions. I asked them the questions, and when they explained to me the call, I was like, oh, my God, you, you had nothing you could do. He's like, yeah, we were standing there with our hands up. Like, we, yeah. we tried everything we could. He's a pretty and I was smart like, guy make anyway. It. Yeah. Talking to him, yeah. Yeah, he, do, he does a very good job. Yep. And, you know, and, and one thing I like about Chief Wormworth is that he said from day one that he, he's not an expert and that he likes to lean on other people for their, their expertise. And yep. he, he is not afraid to ask questions, and he's not afraid to have you ask questions. No one should be afraid to ask questions. No. No matter who you are. But, but there are chiefs out you know, there. That have all the answers. Yes. Just ask them. <laughs> They'll tell you the answers before you ask the question. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, our radio communication has changed a lot since we've had per diems even. Yeah. You know, when we had our call company, that turned into a much bigger issue because we were relying on those people. We had more people. When Again, we were doing it, better, it was, <laughs> that's what I heard. We had issues, but now well, that it, we're before Brian sudden, got here, what it turns into is and... is similar to what Eric was saying though. So when you don't denying. know that somebody's going to be there. You jump on the radio because you feel like you need to let everybody know yeah. I'm going to be there. And I know when um, when Chief Mullen was was leading the show here, uh, that was almost monthly a conversation. Hey, get the hell off the radio because we had going to station two, going to station two, going to central, getting in the truck, awaiting crew. You know, it's yeah. like no guys, play by play. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know when a truck leaves the station, and that's about it. Or if you're on scene, what you see. Well, that's, that's happened. That's all in setting. So is that You've really said it's like fault? setting expectations. Right. You know, tell them, okay, I want the first officer and the first engine to sign on. And then after that, unless you're on the scene looking at it, don't say a word. Right. But like you've always said, you got to put those expectations out there, or it's just a free-for-all. Yeah. It's like in my town, so we use I'm responding a lot every day. My two assistant chiefs are brothers, and they work for a plumbing company that's well, – Probably a thousand feet down the road from fire station. If they're at, working out of town, they'll put it out say, We're out of town today, so we know that they won't be responding they're to calls. Around, so yeah. more people will listen and make themselves available to show up to calls, which is good. And we, we communicate pretty well, especially the officers that we're out of town stuff, so people know, and, yeah. which helps out a lot. Let's cut down radio traffic if there is a call. And they say, Oh, we're, but we're on the other side of town, we're going to go direct or yeah. whatever the situation might be. Works out well. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you have a similar problem as I do in Oxford County, you know. Because of the issues we're running into where we're calling so many other towns, now we've got, okay, so-and-so copy the tone. We have this truck yes. going out. And then there's me on scene because it's the, the town that actually has the call, and every time I go to key the mic, someone else goes to talk. And I go to key the mic, and someone else goes to talk. And meanwhile, I want to actually tell them whether I see flames or if I can cancel them or whatever yeah. else. And yeah. I've got 30 So Mr. Wentworth states... We need to enable our members to utilize the IAR tool for response. I am in the process of installing tablets in our apparatus. We've done that so I can track their response live to calls. We've done that. The only issue I have with the tablets is like we went mutual aid to another town with an ambulance. And it's like the turn to get out of the driveway was like that. The tablet in the ambulance being a tall guy is right here so when uh -huh. i'm trying to turn and make that almost 
I don't know what it, not even quite 100, 135. Yeah, 100 degree turn. I finally just grabbed it and ripped it off the <laughs> this um, windshield because I couldn't see. But that's the only thing I have is placement. It says, I realize this is a balance of driving safely, <laughs> but it can be done in a few seconds before driving. Yeah, see, you responded to my. So I am responding is great if the people use it. Yeah. And that has been my argument since day it. one. Yeah. Because if you have two people using it and five people that aren't, and you've got the two people looking at it, showing up and going, well, no one else is coming, and take off in the truck, and five people show up and go, what the hell? You guys left while I was pulling in. Well, you didn't respond. And then it turns into the, I'm not using a stupid phone app. You know, some of the older guys or people that just don't use their phone. Uh, this is a fire department. Why do I care about a cell phone? I'm going to call on the radio or, or whatever else. If nobody buys into it, if nobody uses it, it's completely useless. I know some towns that use it as their their primary, their payroll roster kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Like yeah. if you don't oh. sign on to I Am Responding, you don't get credit for going we to that call. We used to do that here. Yeah. yeah. So it kind yeah. of entices or enforces mm -hmm. the fact that you have to sign on. And Chris Whitworth said something else that we've actually started doing here too, is that he's added his mutual aid departments to IAR. Yep. Yeah. We've started doing that here, especially with the full-time and per diem so that we know this person's staffed at this level, this department's staffed at this level. So if we see a call pop up, we know that there may be a good chance that we are um, responding. I broke the rule and put my... <laughs> it, was, it was your it's rule. Right. So those of you that don't know this episode, we got new cables. That's why you can now hear every time we move our arms and our shirts right. slide or... Somebody five towns over coughed a little bit or something? You <laughs> no, we got a new that. setup. <laughs> I can't show it, but it's right here. It's a lot more powerful. Even though these are condenser mics, we can still hear. I mean, dynamic microphones. With our condenser microphones, we used to be able to hear like a squirrel fart <laughs> five miles away. <laughs> these ones are a lot better, but you still hear that. Well, I'm glad uh, Chief Wentworth's chiming in from I know, our live for That's pretty feed. cool. We should just FaceTime him. <laughs> just bring him in. Start calling well, we probably could have invited him over today, him, but I figured with what he's got bed. going on over there, he's a little busy. So you have right. projector you yeah. can set him up to and have him on the wall. And I know. We, we should. Oh, we have like a Zoom meeting. We have like 20 people. <laughs> I know. It's amazing. Cool. All right. Oh, nice. well, James says hi also. Hi. James again? James Gary. Yeah, we already talked to him. Yeah. Well, we said, we'll hi. Again, James. he said hi. Back. We still need to get him in as a guest at some point. He's retired he, now from the fire department. I think he's still anymore. got some stuff to talk about. I know, right? What we do is we have like an after hours podcast. We just get a couple bottles of whiskey and then not we on each. Town property. Not on town property, obviously. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> no. obviously. And then we just see what comes out. <laughs> this, this is Apple. We don't live that one. <laughs> be a lot of editing. <laughs> Sounds like a good time to break in that slushy machine. <laughs> it just we so don't. happens I bought one for my camper for the summer. <laughs> he did. He does have a slushy machine. I have machine. a three pitcher margarita machine. <laughs> That's amazing. I can bring over if we need to. <laughs> and then we, don't, we obviously don't live it so that if it just turns out we just. <laughs> We're going to end up starting to do these podcasts in his basement. <laughs> I'm not going to his basement. No, thank you. Why is the chief not talking? Because <laughs> of the ball gag. he has an apple in his mouth. Uh, and we just turned left. All right. Uh, oh, Eric's thinking off. 
All right. What else do we have? Yeah. Budget. <laughs> Budget. Oh, Budget oh, and goodness. latest inflation. Mm. How about that? So that is actually a, can be a very long topic. I mean, can that's be. A, yeah. I mean, we're seeing it now just with the it's an employee market. So literally with departments trying to attract people, their budgets must be going through the roof. I don't know how some of them are doing it, especially some of the smaller agencies where they're they're cranking up their salary just to attract people. Yep. Yeah, that equipment costs on trucks are 10 percent a year. And same Going thing, yeah. trying, trying to pitch that to your town and say, look, if we don't pull the trigger on this now, it's going to get worse. Yeah. It's really hard to try and pitch that right now. Come on in. I don't know. Uh, we're about almost an hour into it, so I don't know how much longer we're going to be talking, Mr. With Chief Wentworth. Oh, we thought John was talking to us. No. <laughs> the voices in his head. Yep. Yeah, no, I mean, we um, – the um, – the board was all about that, and, and we got our orders placed just before an increase. So it's it's crazy. Yeah. It's it's exponential right now. It's And a neighboring town of mine, I'm good friends with the chief there. He ordered a truck last year. It was supposed to be here in March, then July, mm. now November, and now saying next year sometime. He's yeah. like, my engine ahead will not make it that long. Right. <laughs> He's like, so, but there's you can't get the parts for it. You can't get axles. I guess a big thing hold up. I guess. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, you can't get parts for it. They're like, nope. the, so an engine typically, well, used to be like a year. Yeah. Twelve yeah. months. Right now it's fourteen to sixteen, and that's if you can get everything. It's right. crazy. You, you got to kind of play the game and go. Like, well, do you the, have any demos? Do you have? Oh, absolutely. There's, there's chassis, and you get stuck with this oddball stuff because it's a chassis that somebody bought, and the wheelbase isn't yeah. right. Okay, I'll take it because it's we'll there. Have to make it work. And then, yeah, you you build a body around it because a lot of that stuff is available. If you All can right. get the bones that are there and then make everything else you work. Let's say a town, look, hey, this is my side. I'm going to find a truck. I'm going to. Why the money to them right now to, to get it? Yeah, because that's, Th that's, that's the way That's right how now. it's getting. Right. Ambulances the same way getting. too. Yeah. I mean, uh, ambulances are junk. <laughs> <laughs> Every single one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're they're almost two years, year and a half out right now. Mm -hmm. Do yep. we want to talk to another chief? Chris Wentworth <laughs> says hose testing is depends up on what chief it is. Uh, hose testing fifteen percent <clears throat> increasing this year. Fuel cost is up forty five. We all know about that. Fuel costs is up 45%, and insurance is always rising. And, of course, we just talked about supply chain issues. Yeah. Yeah. All that. I mean, I, I even EMS supplies, like not even <coughs> talking about larger ticket items. Yeah. Like just N95s, just you're like six months out. Yeah. Yeah. I ordered a, I ordered a uh, video laryngoscope and Fancy. got that. It's on order. <laughs> um, the, the rep says, uh, if you want another one, you probably ought to get your order in now. So I play, I get permission to place it at the end of last year, and it won't be here before August. Yeah. You know, that's so that's a completely different budget. So I was like, yeah. you know, I talked to the boss. I go, this is, this is what's happening. Is it okay if I order it? I mean, it's not going to – it's crazy. It's, yeah, it's like a big, everything. Big budget's going to be all messed up because it would be different years. Like yeah. Ours runs a calendar year. Oh, Some, you do? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just, it's good and bad. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they work it all out with everything else, but whatever. Um, in our town meetings in the middle of March. So yeah. like three months they float. 
Yeah. Too rapidly float and make it work. I'm like, whatever. So I'm like, my first year doing it. So I'm like, okay. Right. So, but yeah, my, I gave him a budget. I went up on some stuff because I know it's going to be more expensive this year because my first year and I'm not going to spend a lot of money. Right. I'm going to do that the first yeah. six months in. But, but now we're buying I buy stuff now and we got to do some purely gear. I, mean, I, don't, I have no idea what that's going to cost. Yeah. We haven't bought gear. There was a uh, slow, so, I think. Well, the Globe rep said that they, they're going to have a double-digit increase before um, either in the spring or before summer. So not even talking so. about price, though, same thing. We ordered gear um, in my neck of the woods eight months ago. Yep. I haven't gone yeah. yet. So. I know some a year or more because the New York City and Boston place to order, poof, they're front of line for right. 500, 600 sets. So. Oh, look at fire helmets right now. I wanted to order a new leather. It's 48 weeks. It's a year out. I know. To when get a helmet. You need another leather. When well, they, get your you're helmet. semi-retired. <laughs> I, th this was before. This was a oh. little while ago that I was looking at this. I wanted to get one of those new ones you guys were getting, the Phoenixes. I was going to get away from the Carnes and try something different. Get those European ones. And then, uh, Yeah, no. I, uh, and yeah. <laughs> that's a whole other topic for a whole other day. <laughs> But uh, when, uh, I was going to get one, and, and I wanted a natural. I, I wanted one of those. I've had every other color, so I just wanted one that didn't have color. Yeah, 48 weeks. I was like, no, I, I'm good. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll change my mind months. by the time it shows up. When, uh, when uh, how do I say this? Just say it. It's never stopped you before. <laughs> right. When the Third Reich came in and said that <laughs> I couldn't have my old leather helmet. <laughs> and then the chief, the chief was nice about it. He goes, you know, I'll pay for half. I know it's a cost. And then we looked them up, and I was like, oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Even him paying for half, it's still not even the price of the original leather helmet. Yeah. yeah. Things, are, things are nutty. And then, you know, kind of circling back, you order gear for somebody that's new. There's there's an honest to goodness chance they could be gone by the time their gear comes in. Yep, that's true. Uh, and yeah, because they can't be active without it. Right. When COVID so. hits, and they gain you know thirty pounds. Right. <laughs> Why'd you look at me COVID when you said weight. that? <laughs> it's it's known as the COVID twenty. I blame it on COVID. Okay. <laughs> so Chris Wentworth, Chief Wentworth, says minimum uh, wage is also increasing cost of living. Okay. We know that. Uh, also, need to keep that in mind while tracking the earned paid leave. We've. Ugh. That is a whole. We, that is a nightmare. We're gonna have Chief Wentworth in next episode. Because literally, we this is a lot we can uncover. Uh, yeah, that's about it. So many full-time staff do you have here? Five. 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 Just for ambulance or? Yep. Well, well, well you have or, four. Or are they? Or are they Four. I don't. I'm, Four and one that I'm comes useless. around when he feels like it. Yeah, I'm useless. Not you. He wasn't You're talking, about, talking you. about you. <laughs> <laughs> no. We yeah. won't get it. We won't get into that right now. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, did I just shut Johnny down? Uh, I'm not saying anything. Uh, so where are we going? <laughs> so do your full timers just cover your daytime shifts? Or so uh, they they work 24s. So we have four full time firefighter medics. And they, they work 24-hour shifts. Yeah. So. And you're yep. looking to add two next year? I asked for four in my budget, and I we submitted a safer grant for eight. So. Nice. Yep. On top of the four that you have now? Yep. Nice. Yep. Because we don't have the call company anymore. You know, that's, right. that's the biggest thing yeah. is that if you – 
yes, NFPA is a guideline. It's also everyone, every lawyer's favorite non-regulated reference. Right. Um, if, if you went by that, we're supposed to have six people on per shift. So, which is, I mean. Including nighttime? Yeah, that's 24 hours a day. Yeah. So. so I know at one point we were talking about the difference between having full-time medics and advanced and EM, EMTs. What's, is, was the budget for medics or just firefighter EMTs or how was that? Uh, for this upcoming budget? Yeah. Uh, was, I think I just used the numbers for two medics and then two, I think I did two and two. Good. So. Cause I'd like to have a, I'd like to have a little backup for the, yeah. for the four medics. And I then, just know when we had first started talking about budgeting for full time, there was talk of like a, a, a paramedic fly car, and you know because it's uh, easy. Yeah. To, yeah, I think you were the one that were ta was talking about it, John. Not, not me. <laughs> but basically, that it was was, you know, we'll say seventy to eighty percent of our calls are BLS, and then. You know, the other 30% you need the medic for, so it's easier to keep a medic in town yeah. and have them more mobile. You know, just yeah, just curiosity at this point, asking. There's, there's so many different variables to it. I think, I think what I did just for budgeting purposes was um, I always go on the high end right. with, when it comes to per diems. And you look like an all-star when so, it's cheaper. <laughs> well, I mean, by the time you get done with overtime, there's still nothing left. But, right. um, you know, just to try and have some sort of, actual calculation so but nice. yeah that's uh that's where we're just kicking off into budget budget season so i had round one and i have round two this week so i just met with our selectman last two weeks ago and then first round of the budget committee monday night so. yeah justified all of it like i could be a lot more than what it is so yeah <laughs> yeah yep all right what else did you have Getting members to actually show up. I like a slushing machine. We've literally. <laughs> right. That's a great idea. I know a couple of towns that have coffee machines on their trucks. We In Maine? Yep. In Maine, yeah. What? Well, you get plenty of water there. <laughs> Keurig. You get a generator. You got a generator. You get water. Please. All these trucks, and no <clears throat> one mentioned a coffee machine. <laughs> Do it. That's that's my fault. I'm out. I'm <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to be able to get your pumpkin mocha latte. I want a cappuccino roll. machine, and I want it to give me froth. And exactly. Like, a little swirly design on yeah. top. The pump operator. So how are you feeling? Hold on. <laughs> Extra heart, heart rate's a little slow. How's caffeine? How do you handle caffeine, huh? Yeah. Two shots? Yeah. That'll be good. Pump operator training. Not only do you need to get water <laughs> in and out, be able to, you know, draft, but you need to be able to make a mean cappuccino. Right, the perfect froth. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Frothy. I'm also to get a donut fryer right next to it too. I mean, yeah. why not? <laughs> yes. Yep. Truck operator. Crap. Cafe <laughs> operator. Right. Well, next apparatus will be those little freaking. Roach coach. Trucks, roach coach. Roach yeah. coach. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure the Chief's Chariot's going to have like my, my fi, a microwave, a little grill it. So when he's running 
Um, <laughs> pull up, open up the back door, and slide out a black stone. If it keeps you guys happy, I'll do that. So I'll when he's that. running command from his vehicle, he'll be sitting there <laughs> sipping his latte. And he'll be on the attack line out front, flipping zucchinis at you. <laughs> frying up some yeah. sausage. Throw an egg up in the yeah. air. Can you strike the yeah. second alarm? <laughs> bring some eggs with him. Right. <laughs> he burnt the toast. Oh, oh, oh. I'm leaving. That's crazy. But it's it's difficult, and I've I've said this on the show before, is that the problem calls we're having are the problem calls we've always had. The calls that nobody's interested in. You still you get a structure fire, and we're not going to have as many people as we used to have. But you'll still have people that come out of the woodwork, people you haven't seen in months. We're going to show up to a structure fire, maybe even a, if it's a gnarly car crash, they'll show up for that. But the fender benders, the CO alarms, the the smoke detectors that go off, you know, I'm just as guilty as anyone else. Like uh, I'm already five minutes on my way to work. I'd have to turn around. You know, so, oh, two other people have already signed on. They've got it. It's fine. And then you know, see, at least you're still at the consideration phase. <laughs> I, as soon as I get home, my radios don't go on. Yeah, like, they, they can all just. Yep. And I, I don't at this really point, the any... world could burn, and I'd sit there just drinking my latte at home. <laughs> you wouldn't know about it unless I texted you. Yeah. <laughs> And I don't, I don't know how to fix that. I don't because I feel myself falling down that rabbit hole of, you know, if they need me, I'll go, but they don't need me. <laughs> Chief Wentworth says, Sounds except like when it's a weekday morning and sixteen negative sixteen degrees, yeah. then you won't get anyone else. So we've had um, in my neck of the woods a huge influx of new people. Uh, they're super Must be motivated. Nice. It's it's fantastic, except. The problem that we're having is they are more motivated than the people who are teaching them. Yep. So burnout. It is and it isn't. It's it's time. It's the same thing. Time exactly. It's what we've talked about again and again and again. There's so many hours in a day, and you can promise yourself in 16 different directions, and how is it going to crumble? Who gets who gets the priority there? Especially this time of year. You know, a lot of the, the fire chiefs in my area are, are public works for people, have their own plowing gigs, or just have properties that need to be maintained when okay. when it snows. They don't have the time to dedicate to not only fire calls, but the fire department and teaching these new people. And so you, you it's so difficult to tell these people that are brand new and are so motivated to learn that, guys, if you can hang on for another couple months and we get to better weather and some a little bit more time and more uh you know places we can train like right now i don't want to take a truck out of service because i just pulled out some hose lines and froze them outside right you know i I don't really want to have the truck running in the bay to show you guys pumps or anything like this so i'm really limited on what i can teach you i can't throw a ladder inside i really don't want you guys throwing a ladder on the ice for the first time you're going up a ladder you know and they're they're the people i have i can't speak enough of because they're so excited to get into the book i'm like are you serious you know they they had their own like study group i'm like why don't you guys let me know i i will be here and any questions you guys have i can't tell you i'm going to be able to answer all of them but i can give you maybe some real life scenarios that I've run into and things like that, you know, please let us know because I don't want you to lose this motivation before I get you a chance to actually learn things. Yeah. 
And so, like you said, it must be nice. Nobody else is running into this problem right now, so it's hard to even turn well, to somebody so, and be like, hey, how many new people do you have so we can get a class together? Right. They don't have new people. Or the people that they yeah. have aren't so, at which, which town was it that just said that they had, like, 60 people apply? Um, <laughs> you saw uh, one of the one of the bigger cities said they had like sixty Westbrook? people. Westbrook, yeah, something like that. Westbrook, yeah. They're like, For, that's like the only time I've ever heard of that. Like, what what the hell are they offering? Like, I've heard that in years. Yeah. yeah. So, from another perspective, about people not being motivated to teach to new people, from my perspective, and what discourages me is that we'll get new people in here. And then we, we try to put on an officer on every shift. And instead of training those new people, I'll get the officers or the paramedic who's ever on will complain about that person instead of training that person and come to me and expect me to train them or talk to them. Is so the officer as an prepared to train them? Are they, are they trained to train? Are they instructors? Are they, do they have any any skill set or any reason to believe that they're <laughs> capable of training these people? Do I have any, but at this point, do I have any reason to believe they're capable of training people? No. So, goes back but to expectations. But, but then it falls on, on to me, right. and as a training officer, I just get burnt out and said, you know what? Let, let The problem that I've so had. At some point, I figured out that I need to step away and let people fail. Yeah. And then just let it deal. Well, we had this conversation. Oh, like Ed the other said, day. if you have somebody that has bad habits teaching somebody, they're just going to learn their bad habits. Right. So if you want it done a certain way, you got to do it yourself. Right. But the problem I've had, and it, it burns me out as an instructor, is I've had so many new people come along, and especially younger people, either juniors or just reaching the cusp of uh, an actual firefighter, you know, 18, 19 years old, that come in, they're super excited. And then either they get beat down by somebody senior or they didn't get the training quick enough or they got too much training at one time, they were overwhelmed, and then they leave. So I can't tell you. In the past year, I've had three BLS classes, and they typically start with 10 students. And I've, I've, stru I've struggled to have enough students to finish that class with a live Are you sure it's not the instructor that's driving them out? Could be me. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> you know, my so my frustration. I'm just kidding. It's my frustration to the point that we now have these classes, and you know, I try and bring in other instructors. We've talked about it a million times that when you bring somebody out from out of town or out of the area, you'll listen to them more than the person you've seen on scene a million times. So I try and get other people in as quote unquote experts or just another face to teach them. And it's gotten to the point where I don't want to reach out to these people because now. I have this person that just took time out of their day, the fuel to drive over or whatever else, to have students that either don't care anymore or have already left, and now I've only got four or five people. And it, it just it creates this vicious cycle because, well, now cl class is canceled. Well, now the students don't care because, hey, how do I know next week they aren't going to cancel the class again? It's no consistency. Exactly. My issue as an instructor that I've had lately is that you talk about a class coming up, like, oh, we're going to do a, a RIP program. And you get all these guys, oh, yeah, that sounds great. That's awesome. Let me know. Let me know. Let me know. You put it all together, and then they're like, well, I can't do Tuesdays. I can't do Thursdays. I can't do this. I can't do that. Like, they come up with all kinds of excuses, legit or not. And then you're like, you just put a whole program together, 
and you had it set up for 20 students and you got eight. It's like, why am I putting all this work into this, getting all this excitement, and then the guys aren't coming out? Right. Um, I'm really, like I, I said in a couple episodes before, that I'm, I'm really going to uh, look at my career path after this bridge class in Freiburg, which we just put out the flyer the other day. I'm hoping that a lot of the interest that been driven up in guys that said, hey, we're, we want to be in that, actually sign up. Right now, um, we're getting some chitter-chatter, but we don't have many people actually signing up for it yet. Right. So I'm really curious to see if they're actually going to come out and do it. Because this is a program that we've never done before, and nobody in the area I know of is doing it. So I'm hoping we can pull it off and, and maybe make this work for our area so that guys don't have to spend the whole time doing the Firefighter 1-2 class. They can do it in two chunks if they need to. But it's just that's what's getting me is like you, you set up these programs and then you get all this excitement and then when it comes to time to enroll, you don't get the enrollment right. for whatever reason. So down our area, it's just discouraging. We try to do a BLS class once a year. We're lucky to get that enough people to fill that class because it's a whole county. When it's an old population county, so we don't have many young people coming in. Uh, this year they're I suppose a basic class starting up soon here, and then they're gonna try the bridge to Firefight One too. Mm -hmm. um, that's a lot of commitment for people. I mean, especially area where we don't use those skills a whole lot. I mean, it's hard to commit that much time. That's, people say, well, I can take BLS class and I can be interior and learn skills through other people over the years. That's true, but you don't know, fire phone too, blah, blah. And it depends what career you want to go in. So people like, well, I'll take BLS class and that's going to be the end of it because I can do whatever I want then. Doing the fire phone too, you don't get anything extra, you don't get extra pay, you don't get anything extra really unless you plan on making a career and want to advance more. Yeah. The, problem, well, the problem we've talked about with the yeah. BRLM stand stuff is that some of the classes that the, the state offers you can't have or you can't attend yeah. unless you have that certificate. Yeah. So it's it's hard when people stop at that Bureau of Labor Standards point because then you can't enroll them in any of the class because they don't have it. And then the problem we're having too is that we only have so many structures in our in our county and they're getting burnt out. Yeah. And they're getting older and they don't want to do it anymore. Kind of and a lot of, a lot of the issues I've had with <clears throat> attendance or initial sign-up has been a communication issue with the chiefs. So there's a lot of regional miscommunication that I don't want to send my students or I don't want to send my firefighters to your class because I heard uh, five months from now they're going to do a one and two class. Yeah. So... And then that one and two class doesn't happen. And then they come back and go, hey, is it too late to get my people into the, the BLS? Well, yeah, because I canceled it because nobody had any, any students. And that's happened at least three times this year. Or I'll have a student come up to me and say, hey, what's the deal with that, that one and two class that's coming up? What one and two class? Oh, I heard you know, A, B, and C is doing this. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. You know, I... I don't have everybody's number on speed dial. I don't have every chief in the area. I can't just call them. I guess I could, but it would be kind of weird. I've never talked to them before, and now I'm just going to be like, hey, so have I, you I, have... heard, I heard from somebody that just started two months ago that you're going to have a class, and it just it creates oh, I heard weird it the other, waves. I heard it the other day. I went over to Oxford to take a test for a class that I, I was in. Congratulations, by the way. Oh, yes. I got, my, I, I got information the other day that I am pro board fire officer too now so oh, nice. Nice. congratulations waiting for the certificate to come in the mail but my class is complete after three years of <laughs> whatever you want to call it but anyways i'm over there taking that test and one of the guys is like hey when are you guys going to do that firefighter one two in casco i'm like what 
like Casco's not doing a firefighter. Oh yeah, I've heard that they're putting up a class. This, you, you know, this officer told me that that was happening. I was like, that officer is wrong, because right. there's two guys that would head that up in Casco, and neither one of us are doing it because we're doing something in Freiburg. So I was about to say that. I'm yeah. wondering if there have was confusion you, between the two or, or whatever. And it's like, has that ever happened to you? Are you an instructor? Nope. Oh. Has that ever happened to you where somebody will come up to be come up to you and be like, hey, I heard you're teaching a class. Can I get on that? And you go, what are you talking about? And then. <laughs> So then the chief yeah. will come up to me and be like, hey, I was wondering if you'd teach this class for yeah. me. I'm like, well, I just heard it from the people that you told them I was teaching it, so no. Uh, so I have I, done I've, that had, I've had that five problem. Months in. I have done that before. Hey, I heard you're doing a BLS class. Can I join? Well, we're halfway done. You know? Have you ever? I've been in the position where a couple of us instructors went to do a class, and the chief promoted it differently at his chief's meetings. That's yeah. been another issue for sure. So other chiefs are like, well, I'm not sending my guy because – you're doing this, this, or this. And it's like, that's not what we're doing. Like you, you didn't get the whole, the whole puzzle. You talked to the wrong guy. You're like right. the chief assigned us to teach the class, talk to the instructor about what the class actually is. Cause the chief is not promoting it. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. I've so, actually refused was, yeah. to teach classes before because I've heard that I'm teaching a class from a student before I've heard from the chief. <laughs> so when the person comes up to me and goes, Hey, yeah, I was wondering if you mind teaching this class. I go, no. And I just walk away. I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, so I've been approached by chiefs before about doing a BLS class, and I said I I will not sign off on your student being BLS certified. That's just not me. I will sign off on each and every class they've taken with me, the skill sets that they've done, and if you want to call them BLS, figure it out. That's on you. <laughs> but I will teach these classes. I will teach these skill sets, and and that's been an issue. You know, same thing. They come in three or four weeks late. Hey, that's fine. I just want my students to, or my firefighters to know these skills. Great. And the class comes around. Hey, where's their certificate? They don't get a certificate. Why would they get a certificate? Oh, you said you were teaching a BLS class. I'm, I'm teaching some BLS skills to these, these firefighters. I'm not, I'm not signing off on any of your people for anything. And that creates a whole, whole riff. I could imagine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because we go through all of this work to try and get it out there and try and get these people signed up. There's only so far that I can go. If you hear about it four weeks after I started the class, I am not going to restart this program because you didn't hear about it. Sorry. You know. Well, like online quizzes and tests and stuff like that, or slides, like that's easy to catch up on. But if you have a, a trailer from the state that you borrowed for a weekend, or you went to a acquired building I can't just make that up two weekends yeah, later. Like if we've already ripped through the ceiling of a house, I can't yeah. repair the ceiling and have a do it for one guy that wasn't there on Saturday afternoon. Right. Like you get working your carpentry skills then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We do need more uh, disposable and reusable uh, <laughs> props. Even just getting people to show up to regular meetings and mandatory stuff. I mean, yeah. Do you do mandatories this time of year? No, we do. We do ours in August. Oh, really? Because they had a lot of college kids on the department at one point, so they did an uh, school, they go back to school. Uh, be, yeah. Yeah, I'd rather do it in wintertime. Like, I've seen some departments do, like, super weekends where they get, like, three or four towns yeah. together to do it all at once. Yeah. And then I've seen everybody kind of do their own thing. Some do CDs, some do written tests. Some Boy, the online ones this year. Dude. Really cool. I still have that I need to do. I it's talked just... to the training officer about that. <laughs> Actually, he talked to I, himself I have, about yeah. that. And he's like, man, that sucks. See, I, want to, I want to get it so it's, like, all online and do it. No, you don't. No, no, no. You can. We got the... Um, 
fire rescue academy thing. And so when we, it was time for mandatories, we're like, because we did um, monthly trainings where we put out monthly trainings and you can go and do them online. We're like, well, we'll do mandatories that way. So under there, they have um, a section for human resources where I just clicked fire extinguishers, sexual harassment, mm -hmm. um, hazmat awareness, like nine hours of our life. <laughs> I won't know. I won't do that. I was, we're going to have to figure out some... Uh, Brian and I were talking. We're probably going back to in person because this was awful. This is well, because we have like a slideshow we go through it has all the stuff on it. Right. It's, I mean, I don't know how long it took, but I had everything we needed on there, and there's a few people that been there for part for years. Like, sign here after you right. watch us, please. Yeah. <laughs> Any questions? Let me know. She had. Uh, that's the thing that new people are different, but yeah, new people is one thing. Yeah. But these guys, we do it every year. Oh. It's like we do this. That's it's the job. Like, why do I have to? Give me the test. If I fail a test, exactly, I'll watch the, exactly. I'll watch the video. Let me challenge it. Just. <laughs> well, the hazmat class was two hours long online. I about forty-five minutes into it, I think it was. I was like, no, I can't do this. So I went and I took the test and I passed it with a high ninety. I was like, sweet. I go to close out of it. Nope, I had to stay in there for the full two hours. Yeah, it was timed. <laughs> that was one was timed. timed. Yeah. So you couldn't. I'm like, I already passed. How test. many? How many times could you know how to wash your hands, singing "Happy Birthday," and not touch <laughs> it if it's warm and sticky and not yours? Like, I've heard it over and over again. <laughs> Two hours to do this. <laughs> Somebody should watch those videos ahead of time to see how they were. Uh, should have. <laughs> I was yeah, going. We'll, we'll direct you to our training officer. <laughs> I was going through a lot at the time. Still am. <laughs> I mean, we yeah. got COVID. I think that the money they made, weeks. though, they, they pay for training, I assume, I hope. Yeah, I mean, nine hours of pay, hey. Well, that's if they remembered to clock in. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was a topic of discussion. Yeah, he, we talked. I was like, no. I was like, it's mandatory, state law. We have to pay you. He goes, really? I was like, have you been doing this? <laughs> I'm doing it while I'm on duty. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, that's it. I mean, most, most everybody's been yeah. doing it when they've been on duty, so, yeah. 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 All right, guys, we should wrap it up because I got a bolt in like two minutes. Two minutes. Whoa. Huh? Well, that was a Oh, we'll just do what you want. <laughs> yeah. It's obviously Apparently about. You're not, you're not in charge anymore. Right? <laughs> no, actually, yeah. we were talking about this before we started. This is Ed's thing, Ed Baby. So any complaints, please contact Ed Pinnell. We'll have his contact info up on the video. Go for Start it. Start rolling through. <laughs> See how little I respond to all of his Tinder profile. <laughs> <laughs> All right, awesome. right. Well, thanks for uh, for coming and hanging out. Yeah, thanks. We appreciate fun. a, a yeah. fresh view of things. It's, it's interesting seeing how everyone's all in the same state, but all different at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Got nice yeah. points of view. We hit a lot of hot topics <laughs> and more to bring up next time. Yeah. Well, Chief Wentworth wants to come in, so. Good. Well, Sutter, you want to come down south again? At some point? This is up north. Up north? Where? Where is Bristol? I don't know where Bristol is. <laughs> I thought it was off on the coast somewhere. It is. You know, Demerscotta? No. Isn't that north of here? Brunswick? That's north of here. East. North, Northeast north of here. Southeast of here. Oh, I'm going to have to dig up a goddamn map on my <laughs> phone. I'll, I'll show you in a minute. <laughs> anyway, you're welcome back. Yes. Right. Yeah. What, I was, what I was getting at is maybe it'd be nice to get Wentworth and maybe, I don't know, maybe we could get the Chief Tupper back in here and get a couple of chiefs on the, on the table. Maybe we can get back into that old regionalization conversation. No, it was... Uh, We're still talking. What was it? Well, I think Scott has some stuff about that. Don't you guys Operation do some regionalization Where stuff up north? What was it? I have what a was meeting. What was our new word for that? 
municipal efficiency. There it is. <laughs> we have a, actually, they're now talking the county. Our four transport sources are we have a meeting, I think, next week for regionalization for them. I'm not sure how it's going to take place or anything, but because there's one, two, two municipalities, uh, one for profit, and one quasi municipal. Wow. So it'll be interesting. Yeah. We'll be meeting, I think, next week or two. Come up on that. Nice. Yeah, I'll have you come back. So. Absolutely. Is that okay with Ed? Because everything's got to be run by Ed. Yeah. Uh, I'll send the appropriate paperwork. Okay. Awesome. Well, hey, uh, what was well, like an hour and a half, huh? Close to it. Been All right. Long. Yeah. Good. Well, um, thanks. Stay warm. Yeah. Keep your walkways and entrances to your buildings shoveled out. Events to your boilers. And identification numbers on your building so we know where we're going when we go there. Yep. I think that'll be it. All right. Goodbye. Sounds good. Bye. See ya. <laughs>